stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meat, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy January. Yeah. Happy Capricorns. Happy Corey season. Happy Corey season. Sorry, Capricorns. We're not trying to overshadow you. No, of course not. But, you know, happy happy all you Capricorns that are having birthdays. Yes. My I, sister just had her birthday. Aww. My neighbor had her birthday the day after. One of my coworkers had her birthday the wow. day after that. I was like, there's a lot of birthdays in a row. Yeah, yeah. My mom had her birthday on January 1st. There you go. Lots of our patrons are Capricorns as well. So we're not overshadowing you. No. And we also, oh gosh, there was somebody else. I, oh, one of my former bosses who I absolutely adore who brought me all this fuzzy stuff her birthday's this month so we love capricorns here what a good month i know Mm -hmm. i know but we have been apart for a while we did not have an episode proper last week Mm -hmm. on wednesday thank you all by the way we needed a little bit of time yeah there's some shenanigans (laughs) you know uh, but also just like the post holidays are energetically, you need downtime. Yeah. You just need a little downtime. It's exhausting. Yeah. We hope we set a good example. Yeah. Take <laughs> breaks. I want to say a big thank you. If you're part of the Discord, oh. we have somebody who is amazing, mm-hmm. who is helping to create some fun tools that will make it easier for me to do our tarot buddies Mm. we do a very fun thing called tarot buddies there where you get randomly assigned to a buddy and over the course of the week you meet up and do a tarot reading for each other and it's just like really great and he's like really great and i'm just really grateful oh that's so cool yeah so now that we've got our housekeeping done as i say at the beginning of class anything fun happened this week um or last week or holidays my holidays were complicated but my new year was good Yay. My new year was great. I went to a party. My holidays were complicated, but my new year was great. I went to a party where there was tasty snacks and yummy, yummy, you know, drinks. And we did the Hot Ones, 10 sauces from Hot Ones taste test. And I got through all 10 sauces. I was very proud of myself. And the ball dropped in New York. We went, yay. And then I went home. (laughs) And then I played God of War Ragnarok, which I cannot stop playing. It is so good. And then we watched the Seattle live stream of the Space Needle on YouTube. The drones freaked me out a little bit. And I love them. I love them. They were very cool. They were very cool. But there was something about them that made me deeply uneasy. And I'm, you know, whatever. But the the playlist they did was great. Mm -hmm. And the fireworks were beautiful and then i played a little more video games and then went to bed so it was very chilled out that's a nice night yeah we didn't watch new york i totally forgot about new york we were doing other things yeah we just we did new york because there were kiddos yeah and also because they knew that i wanted to be home by 9 30 <laughs> well and i love new york and so i'm surprised anyway just yeah, not the, this year. the ball went down that's and right there we are and yeah, I was able to have a four-day weekend that weekend Sweet, because of my complicated Christmas weekend. Mm-hmm. And my boss was very kind and was like, have Friday. It's fine. 
And then it was very, 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 very hard to go back to work. Oh, I bet. (laughs) I was like, oh, God. And I think I only have one full work week this month. I love that. And it is next week. Wow. Because MLK Day. And then the next day I have jury duty. Oh, wow. And then I think the next weekend. Oh, nope. I have two full weeks this week. But that's it. Out of four? That's That's not not bad. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Let, let's move to a four-day weekday, everybody. Yeah. I'm excited because it's January, and I bought those wonderful purple nails, Prince nails, and I've wanted to wear them, and since I garden so much, I've just been like, I can't do that. I'll waste them. I'm wearing them. This, I'm putting them on. No, not right now. Like Corey so just excited. looked just like, what? I'm going to wear them this week and hopefully there'll be pictures soon. So Pinky promise. Thank you. Sorry, I've waited so long. Now I know. <laughs> I have mine on. I've only popped one and I've had them on mm. for like two and a half weeks. I'm She's very, amazing. I'm very impressed with this particular application job mm-hmm. I've done because I really... The only reason I popped my thumbnail is because I accidentally slammed my hand into a doorknob. <laughs> Owie. That's not fun. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, that's all the babble I have. Uh, otherwise, I'd just have to talk to you about my cats. Yeah. And, uh, one of which is right here. Hi, honey. Not very magic-y right now. That's fine. That's okay, I guess. I did a house. I did an apartment cleansing for my friend yesterday. <sighs> that was pretty fun. That's cool. There was snacks and we played Mario Party. I love it. Also. Oh. Yeah. Well, we are kind of excited about this episode. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it, it we are doing an Elements series, and I am going to throw in some Elementals. I don't know if Corey is or not. No. We happen to be teaching a class on it this month because we put out a poll to all of our patrons, even patrons that weren't taking class with us. This one and Hakate, Persephone, and Demeter were voted the highest. We're going to start with Elemental since we're doing, you know, episodes on it. So yeah. if you are if you like what you hear today and you want to know more, you can join just for this month. Come to class. Come to class. Yeah. And with that said, you want to head to the bonfire? Uh, I would love to head to the bonfire. Wow. It's nice and cozy. Very cozy. We there are- is literally a fire burning right I- next to me. My lovely wife got our gas fire place working and it hasn't worked since we've moved in it's lovely i'm so excited about it and also here at the bonfire just joined us is river so if you hear purring in the background that is why that is why there we go i love her i love her i love her so much don't tell the other ones but she's my favorite i know i think they know Uh oh yeah oh no like almost yeah oh no like almost everybody is like oh river (laughs) she's the star it's because she's so social. Yeah, it is. That's exactly why. Anyway, bonfire. We're yeah. talking about We're air. Talking about air this week. Yeah. I don't have any library because this is Ooh. sort of more abstract and practical. I don't have any like sources or anything for you. I I have a couple of resources, Great. but it wouldn't be a usual library. Just like Corey said, I'll just say my resources are my experience and my book of shadows. I glanced briefly at learn religions i'm trying to even remember what it was and i don't remember so that might come into it and then cunningham and culpepper of course uh those are herbal herbal people and evo dominguez jr 
Yeah. Who we have done an interview with. And if you haven't heard it, you should go listen to it because he is freaking amazing. Yes. And his books are awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, hi, yeah. Evo. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. I definitely referenced a couple of lists cool. just because I wanted to incorporate as many places in the world as possible. Yeah. And these are lists you can find everywhere on Wikipedia, on Learn Li- Religions, on Britannica. Oh, on Britannica. Yeah. Just like all the places. So if you're like, that sounds like a list from the internet. It is. I have a list <laughs> from the internet because I am shockingly not Taiwanese or Aztec or, you know. But it's important to. But I want to make sure you hear yeah. about these names. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, cool. I also just want to say we're coming into Aquarius season soon, which is an air sign. I asked if we could do air first because it is the first direction in which I turn to call the corners when I mm. make a circle. And so thank you, Detta. You're very welcome. And I love the fact that we still, it tickles me every time we say, we go to the corners when we cast our circle. And I just I I love that for so many reasons, one of which you'll hear later in this episode. Some call them quarters, mm-hmm. and that's different yeah. than corners, but I don't know. I think of them as the directions on a compass. Yeah. So we're starting with air today. Yes, we uh, are. Because it's my month, and <laughs> we are starting with a big circle. So some of the concepts that are associated with air, you might actually know these from tarot, mm-hmm. things like that. They're going to be intelligence, communication, knowledge, movement, discernment. Some people lump intuition there. I put that in more of a water place, but depending on where you feel your intuition in your body, it can be more of an air placement for you. It is places like your throat chakra, places for communication, and I think change, movement forward or backward, depending on how hard the wind's blowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, I totally know. And it also happens to be the realm of technology. I agree with all of those that you just said. I will add that I also go to breath and the breath of life, which is such a beautiful rabbit hole to go down, y'all, and motion and movement. I have to say air for me almost always is wind. Not always because sometimes air is stagnant. When you talk about Ayurvedic and the elements with Ayurvedic, and I think it's pita, 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 I think air is that, and I am not an Ayurvedic specialist, but I do partake in the medicine of, and they feel like it represents lightness, also motion, but breath and oxygen. It is related to the gut. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, right. Especially like your diaphragms down there. Exactly. And if you're going with that intuition, which some people do, but what I had noted down here is not everybody's intuition is in their gut. The gut is also known as the brain, our second brain. Mm -hmm. It goes with intelligence as well with air. I think that's fascinating because I feel my feelings in my body in a really Mm -hmm. large way. And so when I think of like the feeling of having like a gut check moment where something either upsets or startles me Mm -hmm. it it happens in my gut but it also happens in like my lungs yeah i feel like my ribs are being squeezed that makes a lot of sense oh it makes total sense and of course 
I mean, where does air go in our bodies? Yeah. And we have all of the elements in our bodies. Oh, yes. I love that we're doing this series finally. (laughs) I actually would love to, since we're talking about it already, like, let's just talk about the parts of the body a little bit. Oh, please. So I have written down here, like, throat, lungs, brain, head. And you mentioned the gut. Yeah. What I love is that the gut is called the second brain. Yeah. But what I love is that the brain is also really wet. It is really wet. It's a wet wet place in there. It's a beautiful sort of physiological representation of our air, but also our water. So like, it's a balance between thoughts and feelings. Well, and some systems believe that air and fire, no, yes, air and fire are birthed water and earth and that water has more air in it and earth has more fire in it so that makes i love that correlation that you just made there that's fun it's all the body stuff yeah all the body stuff because it's important i think so yeah because uh, you know we put out this auric field on our body and this energetic field on our body and when we're working magic and dealing with elements or elementals those frequencies shift and change. Certain body parts and certain organs are going to react more visceral, visceral. I know how to say this Viscerally? Word. Yes, thank yeah. you. With the element that happens to be present or all the elements that happen to be present. Mm-hmm. I Yes. There was, I wanted to, and then I lost it, but it's oh. not your fault. It's my fault. I got distracted by your cat trying to walk onto a shelf that it absolutely was not going to fit on. There's a reason, too, when you're having big thoughts and big feelings that taking a breath is, like, the most helpful thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And when you're psyching yourself up for something, like, getting a big active breath can be really helpful. Or there's a lot of different types of breath in yoga and yogic meditation that you can harness. There's a cooling breath. There's a breath of fire. If you've been to a yoga class in the Western world, you've heard the term ujjayi pranayama, mm-hmm. which is a victorious breath. It translates to victorious breath. It is sort of a, it's a very active kind of sounds like you're fogging up a mirror kind of breath. Oh, wow. And it's designed to build energy in the body. So breathing as building energy in a like physiological way. Those things will translate to how you use your breath in your body in a magical way. I think breath work is, as you know, everybody knows, is so, so important. And so becoming familiar with the element of air not just the elements, I think is crucial to witchcraft. And I'll talk about that when we get to our personal experiences Absolutely. a little bit. But breath, breath, breath. breath. Uh, let's double back a little bit. To yes, let's some, do. Some physical, tangible tools. Yeah. I just punched my laptop. <laughs> I'm a mess, everybody. <sighs> so some stones that if you are a crystal babe and you like to work with crystals... Some crystals that you can use are clear quartz crystal, fluorite, amethyst, celestite, which is a stone that I'm recently having like a pretty strong connection to just kind of in general. It's a very cool, it's spelt C-E-L-E-S-T-I-T-E and it's beautiful and you should look it up. It's very interesting how it's like formed, but if you do crystal grids or... Like to attach crystals to your tools Mm -hmm. or carry them around in your pocket. Those are some that are associated with air. Yeah. That could help sort of encourage that vibe, that energy in your... The frequency. Yeah, your mundane life or your magic. Yeah. I use jasper. I don't use a lot of stones with wind. 
And actually, I discovered I don't with fire either. The one I do use is when I need to be grounded by after working with wind or that I have too much wind going on in my life. It's a very, uh, Jasper's a very grounding specifically for the wind with me, for me. So find which one works for you for grounding. I've been exploring with wind. I think it's called a Fadra quartz crystal. Interesting. It's really beautiful. And I only have one of them because I only need one. Yes. <laughs> Even though I want 25 million. I want million. all the sparklies forever. I know. Yeah. And that really, that also is a correspondence for me as well. Do you know what I just yeah. thought of too? Hmm. Like it just occurred to me. What? Is that sand could be a really good like earthbound uh, item to work with wind because oh, that is yeah. how sand is made. Yeah. It's the wind pounding away at rocks. Oh yeah. And well, that's one of the ways that, that sand is made. That is something you could absolutely use to make a circle or maybe cleanse a thing or ground after, like you said, working with, with air and wind. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love it when I think of stuff and I never thought of before. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, some, some tarot cards that you might use if you're a tarot babe and you like tarot cards and you like to use those to incorporate in your magic. The swords, for sure. The suit of the swords are the air. And the way that I remember that, if anyone ever gets confused, pentacles is earth, cups is obviously water Mm because they hold water, right? Cups hold water. Mm -hmm. The way that I remember the difference between swords and wands is that swords go swish through the air. And ever since you told me that, I never have a problem remembering it Amazing. And, you know, once I'm in it, I never, I, I always go, oh, yeah, I know that swords are air. But when I first enter the realm of thinking, if that makes yeah. any sense at all, I would always go, wait, which one is it? And that just solved it. For I me. love that. Yeah. Swords go swish through the air and wands go sparkle with fire. Mm-hmm. They do sparks. But... Mm. The cards from the major arcana that are associated with air are the fool, the magician, the lovers, justice, and the star. And I think that's interesting. I love the idea of the fool because the first image that pops into my head, because I think in metaphors, which is mostly good, but sometimes annoying, is like the way that the fool is standing, like the wind is at its back. Like pushing them along to their yeah. big adventure, like that is what I think of because the the movement on that card is very active, and so of course, obviously, air. Yeah, I always think of adventure and air together. Yes. Air for venture sure, for sure. Air venture. Let's rename it. Let's <laughs> rename the vocabulary of the world. When I think of tarot cards as associated with air, one of my favorites is the Knight of Swords. In relationship specifically to air, not all the things that the Knight of Swords means. For me, with that's what Corey was saying about the big change and the moving forward. And when energy is stagnant, when wind is not present, it's just air. It's when um, it, that'll move it. But here's the other thing I love about it, especially with the Knight of Swords. If you aren't moving forward or you're not supposed to move forward wind can still be present and rearrange the things that you already have and let you focus on what you have and be grateful for what you have and use what you already have in your possession and I think the wind does that really well and goes oh hey remember this remember this you can use that and I love that 
I think that that is so wild that you say that because the first tarot poll for our patrons of the year this year, I pulled the Knight of Swords for the ritual space. I pulled it this morning for the relationships. Hey! What the hell? Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, you did? Yeah, I did. We're recording on Sunday the 8th, by the way, everyone. Ooh, yeah. He's upside down. He is. He is reversed. There's not a lot of moving forward. It's wild. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to get on the Patreon today, so I didn't (laughs) see that. So that's so exciting. Yeah. Wild. Wild. We've had it for ritual and And relationships. That's great. If I pull it next week for resources, I'm going to flip my lid. (laughs) But so think about here's if you're like, how can I possibly use that? That's very abstract. Here is how you can use that. Take a look at the air cards in your favorite deck. This is an exercise for free. You're welcome. Here you go. (laughs) Take a look at the air cards in your deck, especially if they're cards you don't really like think about a lot. Like maybe they're the pips or maybe they're just not major arcana cards that you pull a lot or think that you identify with. Mm -hmm. And look at the story they tell. And if you're the creative type that likes to do this kind of thing, put them in an order that tells a story. And figure out how that through line is connected to those concepts of communication and movement and the mind. To conceptualize, to storytell is to contextualize Mm -hmm. and to conceptualize ideas. When you start to think about those cards in the context of a story, that's going to inform the way that you read. Yeah, That's going to inform the way that you also retain the knowledge of what those cards all mean. And that is super helpful, I think. There are times when you cannot define something without having something else there to help define it. I don't think that's always true. Some people would disagree with me on that. But I think, especially with tarot, having the cards define each other to tell the story, and that'll change then if you tell a story one way, then just rearrange them, yeah, and tell a different story. And just doing that rather than asking a question and pulling, see what it actually tells you without asking. I love that. The Prisma Visions tarot deck already tells a story. So each of the pips from from one to king tells a story of that journey. It's so beautiful all laid out. The Major Arcana tells a story of that journey. So like that is cool. But even if you're working with one that already tells the story on its own, Be like the Knight of Swords and sort of blow it up in the air a little bit and let it fall in a different order. Yeah. Yeah. See what message it gets. So that's a practical application. Absolutely. Of of the tarot. When it comes to tarot, the drum that I will continue to bang, the bell that I will continue to ring is journal about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Journaling is so important, you all. Yeah. It's so crucial. And you and again, although I love the act of physically writing and I love the computer of writing, I know for those of you that struggle, there are other ways to journal. So yep. find your way. If writing is not a thing that comes in a way to you that is joyful or helpful, record your thoughts out loud. Mm-hmm. That is also totally fine. Art. C- uh, yes. Uh, what's the word yeah. I want? Uh, collage your thoughts. Yep. Like do whatever... You don't have to be a writer. And for a lot of people, words are not the way they want to communicate their thoughts. Right. Here's the other thing you can do if you really hate journaling, but you want to remember, bullet point it. 
do a bullet journal like yeah just make a list and that that'll help you remember when you look at the collage what was i thinking at that moment word clouds things like that oh i love word cloud (laughs) that's why i like OneNote so much is because you can kind of build it like a word cloud if you need to anyway if you are signed up for the newsletter and if you're not i sure hope you do because it's good it's so good i enjoy it and i love writing it and i you get a fancy little poem just from me every month But this month, I have included a tarot and journaling exercise. Nice. So Very nice. It comes out on Wednesday, the same day as this. So, no, it comes out on Monday. It comes out on Monday. It came out two days ago. Yeah, we changed it. (laughs) Um, But I, the last thing that I have is a list of deities from around the world that are associated with air and wind. Okay. I am not going to give you details about these deities because that would take 100 years. And there are so many more than so are many on more our list. That I didn't even put. Because, like, for example, the indigenous peoples of the uh, Turtle Island, where we all live. Oh. Yep, that's River. Hi, River. She's excited about that. She is. They all have unique, like, pantheons. Mm-hmm. and spirits and deities that they they associate so here's what i have in alphabetical order by region <laughs> so it's gonna start the alphabet over and over again is amun the god of creation and the wind pazuzu the king of the wind demons that's fun for me because there's a graffiti artist in west seattle named pazuzu oh wow and also the deity uh that the gorillas the band the gorillas have built a lot of their lore around is a deity called pazuzu oh cool and i think it's the same one wow. which i think is fascinating that is great dagoda the goddess of the west wind and that is celtic i believe i believe yes, so it is Njord, the god of the wind but specifically as pertains to sailors mm. and mariners aeolus the keeper of the winds Vayu, the god of wind, Fei Lian, the Chinese wind god, Paka'a, the Hawaiian god of the wind, Hotoru, the giver of breath invoked in religious ceremonies. That's very cool and very specific. So cool. Ehekatl, I did that badly, but I just have very hard time with ancient, like, Mayan and Aztec pronunciations. I'm working on it. Uh, who is the god of the wind, and Huracan. You might think that sounds familiar. That is the god after whom hurricanes are named. Oh, of course it is. That is the list, the non-exhaustive list that I brought. Yeah, I I relate with Odin now for air and, and breath, for breath. And a lot of that came for me recently with studying his hanging from the tree. I deliberately didn't put him on my list because I knew you would want to. mm, (laughs) Yes, and you can find it out there. And Freya came to me. I know, because she's usually associated with fire. She sure is. She's on my list for next time. Yeah, yeah. And she's on my list for next time, for a fire episode as well. But that makes sense. Do you know what makes fire bigger and more powerful? Mm, Air, baby. (laughs) She. Yeah, exactly. And then... I also am going to try to pronounce these. I've written them out phonetically. Selania is a Hungarian goddess of wind and the daughter of primordial god Kyra. Cool. Fang Popo is Chinese and is a wind 
God, we're going to do a Chinese New Year's episode, everyone. So I was looking ahead at that lore and that magic. This particular one appealed to me, and I hope to talk a little bit about little bit more about it then. And Hungarian, because I have just been interested in that region lately. I've been very interested in Hungary yeah. recently. Yeah. And of course, the Ukraine. And of course, Brazil. Which, you know, Brazil's having a day. They are having a day. That that wind, that wind is strong Blowing. in those places. Yeah. If you haven't heard about anything going on in Brazil, we're not going to get into it, but no. feel free to please look it up. Yeah. We got all distracted by the shenanigans happening in Congress that I didn't even know about Brazil. Again, I'm not going to get into it, but hachi machi. Oh my goodness. <sighs> well, let's and talk the- about let's talk about how we use wind. Yeah. You go first. I have said if you've listened to the podcast before, I've said a lot how much I interact with wind and it was really surprising that it seems to be my number one element or elemental, I should say, not element. It's wild because my wife is an air sign. You are an air sign. I am a fire sign. So obviously I'm being fed by these wonderful air people around me. But the wind and I have had a relationship for a very long time. And I've talked about some instances where I advise you not to do what I did. So I'm very close with the elemental of wind and I use it a lot in my magic. And when I'm in my circle, I sometimes use the witch's pyramid, which is a pretty new concept, everybody. Having said that, it's a it's a new concept for Wiccan and witches, the pyramid, but it is not a new concept for using geometrical shapes for magic, no matter what culture you're from. I often, when I'm meditating or when I'm casting a circle or I'm doing a sp- particular spell, I will... I am talking about the square pyramid, which is the one, the three-dimensional one we usually think of, which is the, it has five faces. The big Egypt pyramid. Yeah, yes, exactly. And the other one I sometimes use, not as often, is the hexagonal pyramid, which has seven, yeah, I know, seven faces, 12 edges, and seven vertices. Vertices! Thank you. I thought there was an extra. I think extra points also count. I think so too. They're points. Yeah, they are points. And But what I really like to do, especially when I'm working with wind, which is why I don't work with the hexagonal a lot, and I work with wind element all the time. They seem to really like this. Oh, by the way, I anthropomorphize my elements, elementals, and a lot of people say that's a probably not the best thing. But I, I do... I do it with just about everything. They seem to like, so I will say they, when I am in my triangle and I'm doing spell work, and then I visualize and expand within and around the pyramid, I called it a triangle again. But one of the reasons that I really work with the square pyramid is so that I can expand to the icosuhedra. Icosahedra. And I will put a picture of that on. It's it's like a it's a three-dimensional hexagon, is basically what it is, which is what I usually call it rather than its proper name. Oh. But I tried to look up the pronunciation of the real thing today so that you would all know what I was talking um, about. And icosahedron, if anybody's curious, is a D20. Oh my gosh, it's a die. I knew <gasps> why I know why I knew that word. Oh, I need it's oh. a polyhedron with 20 faces. It's a D20. Holy shit. Yeah. We need to talk about that in relation. We. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm seeing whole new. Boom. 
opening up. So yeah, yeah, for the wind, often I will do that. And I also work with colors with my elements and my elemental winds. And those I won't share with you. Would you say you paint with all the colors of the wind? <laughs> Good one, Corey. (laughs) I do love that song. I know. I know it has its issues. That movie movie is a lot, but that song is beautiful. Yeah. So that's one. Oh, she does so well. So that's one of the ways that I work. That is a mind (laughs) visualization, knowledgeable, intelligency, whatever you want to call it, communication. And I use it a lot when I am... Well, when I'm doing higher magic that sympathetic magic just won't address. Sure. That's one of the ways. What about you? I love that. I think of air as breath, Mm -hmm. mostly. And I think of breath as song, mostly. Mm -hmm. So I think of speaking and singing and I think of... I think of challenge a lot when I think about that. What do you mean challenge? Because I have always contextualized my breathing with, and I'm working on this as a personal thing. I've always contextualized my breathing as a means to do a thing. So like, oh, interesting. throw your voice to the back of the auditorium. Strengthen your diaphragm and your core muscles in a way that means that you can hold a sustained oh, yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. two full minutes, which I used to be able to do. Two full minutes. Yeah. 120 seconds. That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah, you're I'm welcome. very, very competitive, you see, and I had to beat everyone else in my choir. <laughs> because if you're not the best at it, why are you doing it in the first place, uh, Corey? Anyway, dealing with a lot of feelings around that lately. But I think of, like, challenge because I think of my breath as a tool to accomplish other things. Yeah. And lately, particularly in my magic, I've been trying to think about my breath as its own yes like it's its own tool its yes. own thing its own i love that Corey. because it does feel like a like a supplement to other elements to me a lot of the time mm-hmm. and so i am instead thinking of instead of i use my breath to make a song my song comes from the power of my breath yep Instead. And it's a very subtle difference, but it's very powerful difference. I actually don't think it's subtle at all. It's a subtle it's a subtle um semantic difference. Okay. But not a yeah. subtle like in Concept. practice. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for yeah. letting me and making me clarify that because I'm trying to oh. be more I'm trying to be more intentional with my language. Oh no, I thought you were very intentional. I I was yeah. If there was confusion, I was not intentional enough. So I think of words and I think of song and I think of, I used to often think of devastation because mm. wind knocks stuff over, it wind does. takes the power out, wind can so, so easily throw the world into darkness, but it also can clear the air of toxic smoke. It can, you know... The smell of a breeze off of fresh grass is like such a powerful evocative smell or the smell of steam, which is air and water together, coming out of an oven where a fresh baked loaf of bread has just Mm. come out of. Like air is not just a means. It is a vessel. It is a whole like 
beautiful thing from which other things can spring. I think part of the reason that we do that is because wind is one of those things, air is one of those things, but wind as well, that often needs something else in order to be seen. Doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be felt, but we see the result by its relationship with the trees that it blows or the water or how it changes light when it moves something or casts shadows when it moves something. Or the way it blows your hair behind your glasses when you're outside. Totally. Yeah. And I agree with you about the breath. So the breath of life is not the Bible version. Uh, Well, kind of the Bible. Complicated. Sorry. I just added (laughs) it here. You can find it in a couple of different areas. You can find it in the Bible and in alchemy and a lot of other things but there's also a great song because I too let my song come from my breath which is why I had was just so excited when you said that there's a great song by Florence and the Machine which one called Breath of Life I love her I love her so much she's so very fabulous she is like air she is like air she is a she is an elemental goddess. There's this picture of her in a green dress, a black kind of around her, out kind of like a bird. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. If it, Hozier um, is a swampy bog, mm-hmm. she is the wind that blows through it. She is. For sure. She is. And that's the other way that I use, well, also songs as well. The other way is I use my breath, like to breathe on things, to charge things, to ruin to you know take control of something it's something that I can put forward you can put forward Corey can put forward everyone can you can breathe on something and affect something but nobody can capture it unless they tie you down and make it. it's intangible it is it and is. because of that I think it's also very transient and I think there's something very beautiful about that as well. Well, which is why the, all those things that we talked about at the top of the episode, why those concepts go with air mm-hmm. is because it is intangible. And also, like, the elements don't have a good or bad value, right? Mm-mm. They just are. And so we assign value to things like yes. that because that's how we contextualize our universe. Yeah. But if you think about, like, say the concept of communication right Mm -hmm. if the air is flowing through that and it is moving and changing and all of that that is communic that is communication that is like clear and we would maybe say good but if the air in that has gone stagnant yeah then that communication is not moving that communication is not changing or becoming clear it is stuck and I think that helps to contextualize when we need more air in our life. Like we need to access, not that we need more necessarily, but we need to access it more. And not make it, oh, I'm going to breathe deeply when I'm doing my yoga or my PT or whatever. Yeah. Those deep breaths throughout the day, you need them. Yeah. I sigh all the time. Yeah. Not because I'm upset. No. But just because sometimes my body is like, I need more air, please. And I'm like. (sighs) I find myself holding. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that felt good. Do that again without me talking. 
<sighs> oh, that was good. I hope you all just took that second one with her. It feels That's, good. It does feel good. It sounds upset. It does. It sounds right? very upsetty spaghetti, but it is not. It is just, I needed air. Tammy and I had to clarify very early on in our relationship because I would sigh when we argued because I'd find myself holding my breath. So I'd take a deep breath and she goes, ah, well, don't, I'm, I'm not sighing because, you know, I'm directing it at you. I'm sighing because I need air in my body. <laughs> so. I'm a little too close to the ex relationship, but there were similar arguments about that. It's so personal, the way you want to use air in your practice. And these are just some of the things that I think about when incorporating air. I also, we know, if you've listened to the podcast, I play very fast and loose when I do magic. I move in a very intuitive way in a very intuitive space. And so sometimes I don't do a thing more than once. Or sometimes a thing becomes a habit without my realizing it. And so that is how I use air up to this point but who knows what maybe like next week or in bulk or whatever how i will use air for that i don't know right now air is causing me a lot of anxiety in its wind form because of a tree in our backyard Mm. that has a very large very scary branch just hanging on by a thread and a bunch of branches that dropped in the last windstorm and we have an arborist coming to take a look at it and we're going to see what we can do to preserve the tree but make it less of a threat. So right now, air and wind are very threatening to me. They're giving me a lot of anxiety. And because of that, I'm trying to like separate those things to be like, it's not happening to me. It's not happening at me. It is not personal. It's not anything that I did. It is just air being air and wind moving it. And so I'm a little trepidatious about working with wind right now just because of my own biases and feelings about it. Have you thought about asking it to yes. avoid the tree? Uh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's a great way to I work have with it right now. Straight up, every time I go out to like burn one, I'm like, hey, wind, could you please, could you please, please not? Please, yeah. please not. Please don't do this because we haven't, we, we want to keep this tree. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When does your arborist go? Oh, never mind. He's, he's soon. Good, good, yeah. good, good. The other, I have a couple of other things. Please. And if you want to jump in, I forgot to mention some tools. Of course, the athame or athame is considered the tool of air when you're at your altar. Because it's a little sword. Yeah. I also like to use bells. I have, oh. yeah, I love them. I have a besom with bells around it. And I use that to clear energy all the time. My chimes. Oh, I yeah. Use. We used exactly. them in the cleansing yesterday. Oh. <sighs> I just set her loose with them, and I was yeah. like, "Bring them when you feel like you need to." Yeah, she was like, "Yeah." And wind chimes outside. It makes and, the air settle in a very oh, different yeah, way. It does, it and it really, knocks stuff loose. It keeps stuff from getting stagnant. Yes, which I really like. Sylphs are written about by Pericles back in the 16th century, and they are supposedly elemental beings cool. of wind. It's a. It's way too long to talk about here, but go look it up, y'all. I forgot one of the gods I wanted to say, which is the Cherokee Unawe Unki is Cherokee very close to my heart. But for those of you who don't work with deities, I want to throw an idea at you for air. Ooh. I know. Corey doesn't know about this yet. Oh. I want you to think about pop culture 
and science. And here's what I'm going to throw at you when it comes to intelligence. Velma from Scooby-Doo. Margot Grew from the... Despicable Me? Uh, Despicable Me wouldn't come to my head. I have never watched this. Uh, shame on me. Daria? I know. <gasps> I gotta watch Daria? it. Daria? Daria herself? Daria herself. Amazing. Am I wrong on no, that? No, that's great. Because I haven't watched it. But here are other people that I do know that are out in the real world. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Marilyn Savant. Do you know Marilyn Savant? No. Marilyn Savant is the smartest person, person, not just woman, recorded in history, Guinness World Book of Records, as far as IQ and a lot of things. Cognitive that she reasoning, did. Yeah. things like that. Cognitive reasoning. And that's why we say Savant. Oh, they're a Savant. Oh. It's her. Did you know it was a mom? No, I didn't. I thought you all needed to know that today. That makes me mad. I know. Sorry. No, that's okay. We I didn't should know that. <laughs> Fanny Barrier Williams. She was an educator, black. Carl Sagan, Rachel Carson, Toni Morrison. If you don't work with Dee or even if you do, think about calling some of these people's or characters energy to you and to your magic because it's out there. They've offered it. These, I channel Daria a lot. Do you? And I just, so I just wanted to mention that to you. And the other thing I wanted to mention to everybody is if the wind is calling you, if you feel drawn to it, you're being asked to move or create movement or change. But I also think, and I, I mentioned this earlier, that if you're not moving forward and you're feeling stagnant and it's just not the right time to leave a situation like your job because you are looking, but it's just not time. You haven't found the right fit. That's just a really practical example, but there, this can apply to so many things. Do that thing where you stand in the middle, and I suggest standing in the middle of a square uh, pyramid and let the wind move around you and see what it shows you. Meditate and talk with the elemental. And if you don't have wind, grab a fan if you want wind, you know, or open a window if you're stuck inside. I would love to work outside with the wind naked much more than I have the opportunity to because I love the feeling of the wind on my skin. So I will wear as little as possible sometimes when I'm working with the wind, but it it just feel it's very it is visceral. It is it is pal palatable pal palpable? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. it's, it is palpable. That's all I I think that's all I had. Do you have any, you look like you have something have else. I was just thinking about how I like to roll my windows down when I drive. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do that than mm. have the air conditioning on. Yes. Yeah. The I'm also the obnoxious person that has their music up very loud. Tammy is too. Yeah. <laughs> you air signs you. Look when at you. people drive with me, I tend to leave the windows up or just crack them a little bit and I put the music at a much more reasonable volume. But when I am alone... I will crack my window unless it is raining, even if it's freezing outside. I will blast the air, like the hot air in the car and my music and the windows will be down because I just have to have the air because otherwise I get, I get queasy. Ooh, queasy's not good. Yeah. Especially as a, as a pedestrian. No, as a uh, passenger. Oh yeah. As a oh, passenger yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I love that down. Well, once again, I've made it so that it's not a shorter episode. Hey, same. Would you like to go throw up some sparks? I would love to send up some sparks, and I would love to talk about some patrons. Awesome. We have some new patrons that we would love to say a big thank you to. Aaliyah. 
and Emmeline. <laughs> and Tiffany. Thank you all for joining our Patreon and welcome. Welcome to the party. Yeah, we love and adore you. And please feel free to write DMs to us. I try to check those once every two days, if not more often on Patreon. And also there's a good chance that we might have messaged you. So please do yeah. take a look. That is for sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. To ask if we can call out your name. And say hi. But I think sparks sound good. What's yeah. your spark? I have two. And, and heads up to Corey. Uh-oh. I'm probably going to do two for all of the Elemental series. Because I, I'd i like to do an activist activity. Something that you can actually put into action. Especially since it's air right now. But also a fun one. So my first one is... Shoshone Bonic Tribes app so that you can see and look about how their air quality is and see if you want to get involved in something that has to do with fixing air quality in our country. If you want to go out of our country, Poland is one of the worst places right now. They are, especially with what's going on with the aggressions with Russia, they're really relying on coal heavily as their main source of energy. And the fun one is I associate air with incense and the Sea Witch Botanicals. Oh my gosh, Corey, you're going to love them. You go to their page and you go to what they're about. And they talk about, you go to their page and you go to their about. For one thing, they share their signs with you and things that they love and things that they love that they sell. They're located up in Bellingham, Washington. They are an online store. They have some great incense. Can't find dragon's blood with them. Hmm, wonder why. Because they ethically source, and it's really hard to ethically source dragon's blood. It's not impossible, but it is hard. And they have some wonderful blends as far as incense goes. And so just go check them out. They seem like really cool people, and their incense is really cool. They've got really pretty candles, too. Yes, they do. Ooh. Okay. What about you? What's yours? My spark, if you follow our Instagram, you might already know who this is. My spark is North to South Designs. Now, I want to be very clear. It's North to, spelled T-O, South Designs. There is also an Etsy shop called North with the number two South Designs. (laughs) Very different vibe, very different company, very different stuff. (laughs) But if you go to northtosouthdesigns.com, and we'll make sure to tag them so that you can check them out, they have some pretty fun stuff. Uh, Now, they do, I will say, they have some nerdy things. I love that. Which comes part and parcel with there are some things RE, the Harry Potter universe. So if that's not your Um. vibe... I understand, please, you know, know that that's there. They have things like herb strippers and a lot of vegan leather goods and dice boxes and stickers and bookmarks and engraved spoons and things like that. So that is the reason I am calling them out is because I got myself a dice advent calendar. Speaking of icosahedrons. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I got myself a little dice advent calendar from them that they had at Christmas time. But my birthday being on the 27th is close to the 25th. So I just retrofitted it for my needs. And every day I open a pretty little box and inside of it is a cute little die. Ugh. And I am loving it. I'm doing it on my personal TikTok, but I'm also, um, well, 
I was going to say on my Instagram, and my personal Instagram is private, but I am putting it on my, my TikTok if you want to check me out there. But it's just a really fun, cool thing, and it's quality, and they're really nice, mm. and they have like lots of really cute sort of, not kitschy, but just like fun, cute stuff. And I just wanted to bring a nice light spark today. I love the ones. I haven't watched them all yet. I'm going to binge on them sometime today. It is the one that has ones that have stuff in them. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. one that had a snowman oh, in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it was so gosh. cute. It was so cute. And you're trying to come on focus camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know great. how the beauty bloggers do it. <laughs> but that is my spark awesome. today. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it for me. Thank you all for listening again. We appreciate you and so grateful to be able to chat with you. And have another year. Yeah. With Join us on Discord and you sign know. up for our newsletter. You can get there by yeah. getting to our link tree on Instagram. Get, an, get a free account on Patreon for our free content there. And yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. And until then, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget that you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.